Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus episode 12, the Jason Bourne review, yeah! Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen of the North, South, East, and West. I'm the Hypersonic 55, and I'm glad you decided to join me for another episode of Film Focus. And if you're going to tell, there's a bit of excitement in my voice because I finally get to talk about Jason Bourne, one of the films I've been looking forward to seeing in the summertime for a good while now. Now, ever since this film was announced a good few years ago to, you know, actually be happening, I was cautiously optimistic because... If you remember back in episode 8 of Film Focus, I dedicated an whole episode to the Bourne trilogy, talking about how great those films were from, you know, the identity through to Ultimatum. I said it was a very consistent trilogy of films, it's one of my favourite set of films ever, and I really didn't want this series to be broken by, like, you know, introducing a full film that could suck, but... With Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass back together as a duo, I just thought that there might be hope for the film. So, while I was super hyped for these two to return to give us another Bourne film, at the same time, I was, you know, cautious because, you know, this film had every chance to fail. And while the reviews were sort of mixed going into the film, again, I still had a little bit of hope. And after seeing the film last night, I can easily say that Jason Bourne is a good time. It's not as good as the previous films, it has to be said, but for what it is and how bad it could have been, Jason Bourne ended up being a thoroughly entertaining film that I enjoyed far more than I expected, and it was just as good as I wanted it to be, maybe even more so. But we'll get into the fine line details later on in the review. So the plot for the film can be described as the following. After nearly a decade after his disappearance at the conclusion of The Bourne Ultimatum, Jason Bourne unexpectedly resurfaces at a time when the world is faced with unprecedented instability. At the same time, a new program, Operation Ironhead, has been created to hunt him down while he is still trying to find the answers to his past. And that is a quick summary of the film without going into the area of spoilers. Now, if that sounds familiar to what you've seen in previous Bourne films, then it is. Because this film definitely treads familiar ground. But I believe that there's enough variation in this film to warrant its existence. What I liked about the story in this film is the following. Firstly is definitely consistent with the previous films in terms of the tone, style, types of story, a level of conspiracy and drama and, you know, emotion involved. Secondly, it was relevant to modern times. Now, it was mentioned before this film came out that this newborn film would have to, you know, modernize itself to be, you know, sort of relevant to the modern world with the use of technology and some of the stuff that's gone on with the government and politics and that's definitely been incorporated into this film. While not as largely as I would have wanted personally, 
the whole use of technology and piracy was definitely an interesting angle for this film to tackle. Thirdly, I also believe that this film gave a legit reason for Bourne to come out of hiding and go back on the hunt. And finally, it felt like this world was expanded upon from the previous films and had extra layers when it came to the history of Bourne and his ties to the CIA as well. Now, with this story, I can understand some fans being disappointed with this film when it comes to the overall tale and the character motivations. However, when considering how much worse the film could have been, I think it turned out pretty well. The film felt like a lot of what's come before in this series, just with different characters, different settings, and story elements. And I also have to mention that at the beginning of the film, I was wondering when the film would become engaging. Now, it's not like there wasn't anything going on, but unlike the previous films where the level of intrigue and engagement hooked you straight from the beginning, this film took a little while to get going. However, once one key component goes down, which I won't spoil here because this is a non-spoiler review, I just have to say that once one key element went down, I wasn't bored 100%. There is also another element in the film which I feel will be a little divisive among fans. I can't say what it is, obviously because it's a non-spoiler based review, however, let's just say that this film introduces a new element to Bourne's past, which in a way changes the way in which you look at the previous films. And while there have been plenty of films that have done this before, I don't think it detracted from the film too much, and I found it more interesting than frustrating. But what I did enjoy about this film was that it went deep into the history of the series, yet still introduced new elements that made it worth watching. The level of conspiracy, dangers, and trouble that relate to Bourne and the CIA and the government and all this other good stuff that you love about this series is still there. There's a lovely sense of grittiness, intimacy, pressure, intense moments and realism and all just that good stuff that you've come to enjoy about the Bourne films and while this film didn't have the sort of captivating stories that the previous Bourne films had I still feel like it was a good film from start to finish it took a little while to get going but once it got going new revelations new mysteries and new conspiracies came along that just got the film more interesting and the, you know the wheel just kept turning and rolling and I was just having a good time so yeah the story decent stuff good stuff I mean again not as good as the previous material but overall solid stuff when it comes to the cast the film does pretty well with everyone that is involved so let's start with the title character Matt Damon as Jason Bourne now the great thing about Bourne in this film is that he's been off the grid for a while he's been doing a little bit of this and that just trying to you know get by in life but he's still haunted by his past and once he gets involved with Nicky Parsons and then starts to discover the mysteries surrounding his past and some of the new activities going on at the government he definitely starts to question a few things gets back into action and then through a series of events he's right back in the thick of things and then we get the Jason Bourne that we've known and loved for so long and the great thing about Matt Damon in this film is that he feels like he never left this role he's still cool calm and collected very introverted always thinking methodical 
and is an emotionally engaging character, but at the same time he's so badass, intense, and incredible. And I just love the dude, he's literally just the best guy ever. And just watching Bourne's adventure in this film was pretty interesting, and Damon just continues to show why he is still the guy that we fell in love with in 2002 in this role, because he's good, he's just really good. Also, Alicia Vikander was probably the most interesting character in this film besides Bourne as Heavenly. She played this very smart, resourceful and strategic CIA agent. And I didn't expect her character to have as much of a presence in the film as she did, but I'm very glad because her character was pretty integral to the main plot. She had a lot of key elements in there and she had a lot of interaction with Bourne and the other members of the CIA and she had a really interesting part to play overall. It also helps to have Tommy Lee Jones in this film as the director of the CIA, Robert Dewey. This guy I really liked a lot because of the way in which his personality was and his motivations as he was very self-aware cautious yet calculated and pretty aggressive when it came to his actions when it came to Bourne and some of his secret operations within the CIA. I thought Jones brought a very important presence to this film though I felt like his character wasn't as interesting or as captivating as some of the people that's come before him like Brian Cox or David Stratham in the previous two Bourne films. I also really like Vincent Cassell as the asset. Cassell's one of those sort of actors that really brings a great presence and gravitas to whatever films that he's in when given the right sort of, you know, role. And in this film, he was such a badass assassin, but he was also very driven, cold, ruthless, and he had a very specific agenda. And again, this role could have been like, you know, a bit of a throwaway role, but because of Cassell and the energy that he brought to this role and the sort of tough grittiness that comes from him in this film, it definitely elevated the role to being one of very important purpose. Also, it was great to see Julia Stiles back again as Nikki Parsons, one of my favourite characters out of the entire trilogy of, you know, Bourne films. And to see her back again, seeing that, you know, even after she's gone off the grid, she was still looking into the past of, like, you know, was it what the CIA was up to and trying to help Bourne. And it was great to see that, like, you know, this character from the past come back and, like, you know, have such a integral role in this film which set off the wheels for everything that would continue as the film went on. And yeah, like, you know, Styles still does the role justice. She's still good, very nice. And finally, the only other character I wanted to mention was Riz Ahmed as Aaron Kalor. This character was an another interesting person and had a very cool part to play in this film. He was a very charismatic, likable kind of person, but... He also had like, you know, it was just some questionable things going on in the background, which I cannot ruin. But let's just say that it definitely has some interesting aspects that come to light. As for the presentation, if you're a fan of this series, you're getting pretty much what you've come to love about the Bourne series. A lot of cool hand-to-hand fight sequences, epic car chases, and a lot of wonderful cinematography that captures everything in a very different yet realistic and grounded kind of way. Visually the film is fabulous and very consistent with the last two Bourne films especially. 
supremacy and ultimatum. Paul Greengrass still has that very interesting documentary style of filming which for some reason seems to work very well with these films. With all the handheld sort of shaky camera presentation, normally that would be distracting or off-putting but Paul Greengrass makes it work and the way in which he captures a lot of these shots of characters, you know, whether they're just standing around or walking or fighting or seeing some of these car chases it's all captured in such a wonderful way it looks lovely it looks stunning i love the lighting and i love the use of color in some of these sequences as well it, it just looks great and when it comes to those action sequences it's just so fabulous i think this might be the most intense and bombastic of all of the Bourne films so far especially when it comes to the car chases which are so intense crazy and the sound effects dear goodness there's a reason why these Bourne films definitely were like you know was it noted back in the mid to late 2000s for their sound design because the sound is very important everything has such a crisp brutal and like you know was it epic level of definition there you can hear every smash break crunch explosion fire whatever it sounds really good and again i have to go back to the car sequences there is this one sequence in vegas where born and some other people just create chaos and i don't know how they filmed it but goodness gracious some of the stuff that they were able to pull off in this film is just beautiful it's so well choreographed and just delightful to look at it's beautiful carnage and going to those hand-to-hand fight sequences, Bourne once again gives us some of those really gritty, realistic hand-to-hand combat sequences, which I really love because I'm an action junkie and I love my martial arts. And the way in which some of that stuff is done is just great. And there is one fight, I cannot ruin, but when you see it, it's so dirty and brutal and filthy, but it's all those things in such a great way. It's got that nice sense of flare and tenacity and just tension and oh it's so good it's so good when you see it you'll know exactly what i'm talking about and finally the film score that is done for this film is also very good returning again is john powell with the help of david buckley and the film score is wonderful it is energetic emotional impactful and it definitely amplifies the action on screen and what i really liked was the fact that they were able to bring some of the familiar themes from the previous films back and it is appropriately placed within like you know the context of the film you have the subtle moments you have the intense moments you have it just works there's, there's music for every occasion and that's what i really liked about this film so now it comes to my conclusion. Honestly, I thought I'd be really disappointed with this film. But I ended up really liking it. There's a sense of charisma, energy and style to the Bourne films that's just so fun and addictive. And I believe Jason Bourne continued those trends in this latest film as well. And let's be honest, it was a heck of a lot better than that Bourne Legacy film. And while, again, it's not as good as the previous three films, I'm not sure if that was just due to the fact that it was based on, like, you know, stronger source material, or this story just wasn't strong enough. Overall, I still feel like this film is worth a watch. This film is a kick-ass action thriller, which was engaging, intense, badass, and intriguing. And 
I just haven't had this much fun in the cinema probably since I saw Civil War and that's not to knock some of the great experiences that I've had in the cinema with like films like The Nice Guys or Star Trek Beyond but this film is literally just really fun so it's really good and it just spoke to me as like you know as a film fan. I can see a lot of people being not too impressed with this latest entry and like you know is it giving a lot of you know hassle for not being as great as the previous films but for me personally it gave me everything I needed and again I acknowledge the film's faults but overall it worked. Go out and see Jason Bourne especially if you're a fan of the series and I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll have a good time. So yeah if I was to give this film a rating probably 8 out of 10 but you know ratings don't mean jack squat to me these days. If you have a good time in the cinema, then it's worth a watch. And I think you'll have a good time with Jason Bourne. So, that will bring my review to a close, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. And if you have any thoughts on the film or this podcast or anything you just want to holler at me at, be sure to give me a comment in the section below or holler at me on Twitter where I am at Hypersonic55 or at FilmFocus55. Or if you want to drop me an email, holler at thehypersonic555 at gmail.com well that'll do it for me at Film Focus here again thank you for listening and I'm not sure what the next review will be it probably will be Suicide Squad but that's still a little ways off so I think we might have an episode in between that but do not quote me on that but yeah next review should be Suicide Squad so look forward to that when it comes so until the next time this is the Hypersonic 55 signing out yo 